Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Welcome to Zach to the Future. I'm your co-host, Dashiell Driscoll, joined today by the creative director behind the Girls of Bayside Swimsuit Catalog, excuse me, calendar, Mark Paul Gosler. Hello, Mark Paul. Not my proudest moment, Dashiell, uh, but hello, Dashiell. Good to see you this second season, by the way. Is it? Oh, it is. Second season, right. Welcome back, I yeah. should say. I mean, we uh, we delivered 25 episodes. Some of them were phenomenal. Some of them were great a couple of them were just fine. <laughs> and some of them not going to name Some names. of them were really fun. All of them were really remember fun. Remember that? Yeah, remember that thing from feels like 6 years ago. It was actually like 5 weeks. Uh welcome back. This is season 2 of Zack to the Future. Thank you Mark Paul for coming back to to watch more Saved by the Bell. I I know I appreciate it. Listen, I hate to break it to you this way so bluntly, but I'm under contract to be here. So, I'm oh, I'm, God. I'm here for this next season and then next okay. year for the third season, boy, oh boy, we're going to, we're going to renegotiate. We're going to break the bank. There's money involved in this. Can I, you hear that Dashiell? The, the cha-ching. I get a bag of Skittles every podcast? six weeks. I did not know there was actual well, currency being exchanged, but look, I'm, you I'm, are going to get a Kit Kat too. <laughs> By the way, oh my God. now that we're talking about candy, Please. what's your favorite candy? I, the, the audience wants to know Dashiell. Do they? They really, they, they, they wrote in demanding to know. I like Sour Patch Kids. It's probably my like long distance runner favorite candy. What about you, Mark Paul? Do you like What's your favorite color though in the Sour Patch world? Oh, uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a real freak. I like to take like the greens and the oranges, and I kind of make like a Frankenstein citrus body out of different parts of the citrus children. Mm. Real serial killer stuff. What about yeah. you, Mark Paul? Well, if we're talking about Sour Patch, I like the red. Um, mm. I like uh, I like gummies. You know, like I like uh, the yeah. Haribo uh, gummy bears. I think those are like the uh, the the top tier of the of the uh, the candy world or the gummy world, um, but Haribo makes a lot of like gummy stuff, and I think all their stuff yeah. are, are great. Um, I grew up. Are uh, we angling for a sponsor? <laughs> no, well, if they want to send it my way, I, 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 yeah, why not? You know, I I frequently purchase their stuff. I just bought some today for the kids. These little watermelon pieces that are made by the anyway. Uh, I grew up uh, a little bit in Holland because my parents are immigrants from Holland, and uh, the candy there is licorice, but it's salted licorice. And I Hmm. absolutely love salted licorice. I actually just had a few pieces right before we started this podcast. So excuse my breath. I can't smell it. I actually had some good and plenty of licorice candy not too long before hitting record on this podcast. Look at us, two two licorice eaters out there in the world. Do you like black licorice or the red licorice? Like, would you, will you eat a red vine or do you, are you a Twizzler fan? I'll I'll do both, but I do, I like black licorice. I'm, I'm a, I don't know. I have like some like a 
It might be some like Eastern European genetics or something, but like I feel like I've it has been passed down to me uh, this uh, taste for black licorice. Yeah, well, I I knew my wife was my soulmate when when we talked about this. We had this conversation, and and wow. uh, if she if if I hadn't met her, then you and I could. I be know. I yeah, it's, fingers crossed. It's like sliding but, doors. Yeah. Yeah, but she actually, when we on our, I think it was our first date, we talked about uh, black licorice, salted black licorice, and she was, she knew exactly what it was. Her her uh, family's from Scotland, um, and so she she spent a lot of time over overseas, and and uh, has has had the salty licorice and loves it. Our kids love it, and it's a fun little thing to bring to their schools for show and tell. Like ah, we yeah. actually eat this. Oh right, this this candy that tastes kind of weird and bad <laughs> yeah. to you, we like it. Yeah, that's a fun thing yeah. for kids. I, yeah. I remember that kind of stuff. Well, that brings us to our first of two of the smoothest possible transitions, and they will both be in this episode. <laughs> uh, but we are at tra- we are at smooth transition number one. Um, right before we recorded, or just after we recorded uh, the season finale of last season, Jesse's song, uh, the day after actually, Dustin Diamond uh, suddenly and very sadly passed away. And there was a lot of fans saying, well, are you going to do the next episode about Dustin or how are you going to handle it? And we already had the episode recorded, so we couldn't, we couldn't really add anything. And uh, Elizabeth was such a great guest. But um, I want to take some time at the top here to just touch on it because I don't know how we couldn't. I mean, it was such, a, such huge news for, for fans of the show, fans of television, fans of Dustin. Um, and yeah, Mark Paul, I, I guess I just wanted to touch base because we haven't really talked about it. Yeah, I, I mean, um, first of all, so sad uh, for for anyone to pass away, but a, a young man like himself, forty four years old, um, shocking because yeah. it happened so quickly. Um, three weeks before that, we had heard about a diagnosis. It was it was kind of kept sort of under the radar, not a lot of details. Um, Mario had spoken to him. He was f- kind of filling me in and uh, some of the rest of the cast. And then, uh, yeah, February 1st is, uh, you know, Dustin passed away so suddenly. I was actually doing a Zoom call with Mario um, on his show and uh, we wrapped that up. And then five minutes later, him and I called each other and said, did you see the news? Um just, just sad, shocking. I, I feel for his, his, uh, his family and his friends. Um, you know, it, it, it's no, it's no secret that the rest of the cast wasn't very close with Dustin uh, towards the end of his life. Um, and the only thing I can say to that is there, there's really nothing that, um, that, that caused that. Uh, you know, some people will speculate that, oh, well, he wrote a book. Oh, he did this. Oh, he did that. I know f- for me, I, I would look at that and just go, you know what? That's Dustin. And I, I, I would have, um, you know, I, I could see where he would have to do things to, uh, to, 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 to make ends meet and, um, never took it personally. Uh, we, we actually did a Comic-Con back in 2019, end of the year. Saw him, he looked healthy, met his girlfriend. Uh, and, uh, you know, we had a nice little conversation and we took some photos together with some of the fans. Um, and that was it. We didn't, we didn't talk after that. And what, what a lot of people don't understand is that you can work with somebody for many years. Um, I, I worked with Dennis Franz for 72 episodes. We did four years of uh, NYPD Blue together. We were every single day for you know those four years 
nine months out of the year, sitting across from each other, knew the ins and outs of each other's lives. The show wraps. I've probably spoken to Dennis maybe four times. And yeah. uh, that's just the nature of, of, of this uh, industry that we're in. As soon as this show is over, uh, I'm never talking to you again. I, uh, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm well I mean, aware you, you, our, our days of talking to Rich are numbered. <laughs> Uh, I know that. I know that. But that, that, it, it, it's a sad thing about the business, but it, it, it does happen. I mean, I've worked with yeah. a lot of people in my career and there are very few people that I still remain in contact with only because it, you, 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 I mean, I've, I've really enjoyed, uh, almost everyone that I've worked with. I mean, I can count on one hand, the people that I would never call mm-hmm. and, and, uh, don't have too many nice things to say about them. Um, Dustin was not one of them. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I would reach out to him if, if, if he needed me and, um, but it, it just, yeah, over the years yeah, you I just mean, kind of drift apart, life. you know, and, and you, the thing you've is been too, so complimentary, sorry, go ahead. No, I was saying, you know, but it all started from the very beginning. I mean, he was three years younger than us, which is, which is light years when you're in your teens. Yeah. Um, and that carried over. I mean, it, it, just think back when you were in school, if you were a senior, you never hung out with a freshman. Um, no, well, to, when you, when you, you talk about it, you, date, you, you dated it, somebody that was younger. Uh, my uh, high school girlfriend, yeah, she was two grades below me, but also like yeah. in high school, like it was, I don't know, girls also mature faster than boys. I'm sure she was more of an adult than I was in a lot of ways. Yeah. You should go with that. Go with that. Yeah. Okay. Officer, <laughs> officer, um, girls matured, uh, more rapidly than, than, uh, us guys. That's a pretty good yeah. impression of me. Uh, I yeah. will say that. Um, but By no, the way, I, we're going to get to we're going to get to the, some of that stuff in this episode with the um, with sure. Adam Trask, right? Uh, the uh, photographer. Uh, but uh, but, but going yeah, back to we're, Dustin, while we're still while we're still in this segment, um, yeah. No, you've been like I I knew going into this podcast what I think the fans largely knew that the relationship between you and Dustin and and maybe the rest of the cast was was complicated to use like a, a maybe overused word sometimes, um, and I wanted to tread lightly and not you know bring up anything or kind of. Hear your relationship with him through your own words, just by watching these episodes, and you've been so complimentary of him. You you have not said a single there 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 never been a bad word about him on this podcast. And uh, I I you know when I heard the news, I just thought like I I wonder if it was even more heavy hitting because you you've now spent like a couple months revisiting all these old shows you you have never watched, and it was that much more top of mind that you guys had this like, yeah, you, you didn't become super close afterwards and you weren't, you were, you know, drifting apart at the time just by virtue of your ages, but you, you created something really special that has survived the test of time. And, you know, you've been, you've been waiting through it. So for this to kind of happen right now at this point in your life is, I would imagine it, it's never a good time when someone, you know, passes, but it was even, I would, I would imagine it was even more top of mind. Um, you're, you know, you're past with him. Yeah, definitely. And, and, um, looking back on the show, he was a genius when it came to this, this type of comedy. I mean, for, for, uh, uh, someone his age to do some of the things he does on screen are brilliant. And, um, you know, I said it in a, in a tweet, um, uh, you know, to uh, a statement right after his passing, and and I I truly meant it. He was he was just watching the shows now. I'd, I we've talked about this. I mean, the respect that I have for him is 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 immense. Some people will say, well, why wasn't he in the reboot, or why wasn't he on the Fallon? Uh, why why hasn't he been included? 
the magazine and, covers or whatever it was along the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. The magazine cover. So, I mean, what people don't understand is there's a lot of politics involved in, in this stuff that is just, it, it's not even in our hands at that point. Uh, maybe someone on our cast uh, has an issue. Um, and you have to respect that. If somebody says, look, I, I have an issue with uh, something he said. Okay. Um, you know, we kind of have to stick together and hear that person and, and understand it, come where they're coming from and then make a decision. And sometimes those decisions aren't made by us. You know, we work for, we work for executives and maybe someone over there has an issue with it that we don't even know about. And, and that's why someone's not a part of something. Um, specifically with the reboot, I know that we were talking to get Dustin on the reboot for the second season. There were even talks to get him for the first season, but COVID cut that short. So there's a lot going on that people don't understand. Um, I, I, I just, you can't explain all of it. I just, um, I just, uh, yeah, I just, I just want people to know that he was an amazing actor on this show. Uh, he was a good friend. Um, but other than that, I don't know much about Dustin cause we were, you know, for 20 plus years, we, we just were not in each other's lives. Um, yeah. but my memories of him are all positive and, uh, you know, I, 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 I uh, feel for his family and friends and, and hoping he's resting in peace. Yeah, well, I, I appreciate you uh, being so candid and honest about your feelings and, uh, you know, taking some time to address it. Um, and like I said, there's going to be two smooth transitions this episode. We already <laughs> had one. Here comes your second. Let's get in to Model Students. I lost the name for a second. I, I That was a hard transition to make. Model Students, uh, this episode of Say by the Bell. Mark Paul, I know we're back season two, but I'm I'm pretty sure you did your homework. I mean, you seem to have made a, a reference to it just now. Um, but in case anyone at home didn't, uh, and maybe you need to take a minute to catch your breath or whatever after a, after that last 10 minutes, uh, here's a little synopsis of Model Students. The nerds are running the Bayside Student Store where Kelly works into the ground, so Zach has Belding fire them. When sales remain sluggish, Zach gets the idea to secretly photograph the girls at swim practice and sell a Girls of Bayside calendar. The calendars are a huge hit, the girls object until a photographer from Teen Fashion Magazine shows up to investigate this new talent. He offers Kelly the chance to work for a month in Paris. Zach, feeling insecure, attempts to sabotage her career by making her feel guilty about letting her friends down. The photographer sees what's going on and reprimands Zach. Zach apologizes to Kelly, who goes to spend the month in Paris. And just like that, we are in Act 1, Mark Paul, of For My Money... One of the more shocking Zach Morris schemes <laughs> through the lens of time. Yeah, I mean, even then, I don't know how I don't know how this got on the air. I don't. I do not know what was going on that this was put on TV. Uh, listen, there's a, there's a few things I just want to point out right from the beginning. Um, you know, my three takeaways. Uh, maybe this will become a segment for us. Uh, oh, my three takeaways. That sounds good. My yeah, three like takeaways. That. That's something new for season two. Let's innovate. Yeah, let's add a segment. <laughs> uh, I just happen to have three things written here that I that I want to discuss. One is this whole episode is about bullying nerds. Right. It, it, it's, uh, I, I, I really feel like the writers, and maybe you can um, enlighten us with this, but sure. even the names of these guys, yeah. right? The names of these Nerds, people can't see that I'm making air You're doing quotes air quotes, here, you, yeah. You can, radio. You can see so me I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll explain the theater of the mind. Yeah. He's doing air quotes. But 
you know, David Marcus plays Norman Hattenback, Richard mm-hmm. Israel plays Ronald Geekman, and my favorite nerd. Mm-hmm. I don't know who plays his nerd, but his name is Herbert. And yeah, he's Herbert, the best. he is the absolute best. Like his sneer, I I love this guy. Um, but this whole episode is just about bullying nerds, which is not cool. Uh not cool. another bullying thing, anyone, not cool, but yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, some. I mean, I guess you can bully some bullies. People. That's where that, that's where bullying is confusing. You should bully a bully, uh, but then you've become the monster you feared the most. I don't know. It's it's a slippery slope. Um, one of the other things is, yeah, Zach is uh, it, he's just an abuser. My lord, this this kid, he's an emotional yeah. abuser <laughs> to Kelly. It's, it's pretty gnarly. Like when I mean, we, we'll get into it, but like as as I was watching, I remember watching this one when I was making the the Zach Morris's trash videos. Is like kind of un- rediscovering like, oh, some of these plans were like actually pretty nefarious. But the way he turns the screws on the people around Kelly is like other, that is not of a teen. That is like a, an evil genius. So is, is this the definition of gaslighting? Is Zach Morris what oh, he's yeah. doing? Oh, he's, yeah. oh, he's big right? time. But it's, it's not even just gaslighting. It's like gaslighting is like if I turn the, the heat up in this room and I tell you it's freezing. I'm just like lying to you about what's in front of you. But he's like, seeding misinformation on both sides. Like, it's like stuff you, he's like, I mean, I guess it's a version of gaslighting, but it's like, it's like a misinformation campaign. It's like, it's, it's, it's crazy how he, how Zach plays this, even with, I mean, literally with Kelly and the friends too. We'll get into it, but please, what was your, besides that you learned that Zach was not so great, what was your third takeaway? (laughs) Uh, The the third takeaway is, this is unprecedented, but I counted four boom mic appearances Mm. throughout this episode. I'll, I'll point them out. Uh, yeah. In case our fans are listening and watching Please, at the same yeah. time, or watching and listening at the same time, wh- whichever you plan to do. Um, but there, there's quite a few uh, 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 appearances by the boom. Yeah, it also like I don't know what it was. I, I double checked, but there's like a weird lighting quality to this episode where it looks it looks brighter or like more blown out or something. There's like a different feel to it. I'm not sure what that what that's all about. Maybe just the way the student store was lit up. But yeah, yeah did you uh, did you watch it on Hulu or did you watch it on Peacock? I watched it on both. I watch I watched it on Hulu and then I watched it on Peacock. Same thing. Yeah, maybe maybe I need to fix my TV. <laughs> maybe that's the issue. Um, but yeah, no, I, I did not notice the booms, but I know that Say by the Bell is um, what's it called? There, uh, that happened. <laughs> there were quite a few boom shots uh, over the years of production, and they they just didn't yeah, like so many things. Think we'd I be back here. I counted four of them in this episode. That that's, no. that's something's not right there. And I'll, I'll, once we go into the first one, I'll, I'll show you where sure. the first one is. I'll talk a little bit about the boom and like how hard that job is and and it what is. we've done. Yeah, it, we'll, yeah, we'll no, get it's, into it's that. A, but. It's a tough. I mean, yeah, I'd love to. I would. I could spend all day talking about sound guys and sound gals. Uh, but just like that, we're in Act One at the Bayside Student Store, a place we have never seen and we will never see again. Um, and yeah, the, the nerds really have the run of the place. Um, not doing the worst job. I mean, I, but before they, before it's, I mean, I guess I'm cheating cause I've seen this a bunch of times, but I like, I forgot that there's a joke around the framed Fred Rogers picture. <laughs> I thought that was just like in there quietly. I didn't realize it would be the, you know, the scene blow. Um, but the nerds seem to be doing an okay. What, what does a student store need to be? It has SAT prep guides and pens and. So what if they sell some weird knickknacks? Let them, you know, let them have that. And so the uh, the first boom appearance is right at the uh, 
we we we've had this debate minus twenty one eleven. No, the, that is it's not even really a debate. But we've we've had this. I mean, now who's gaslighting Mark Paul? <laughs> it is that is not a time code. You would never you. But sure, on on Hulu, if you want to count backwards, it is minus twenty one eleven. Or it's like as Zach walks in. I mean, it's it's right before you get on the closer shot of Zach. It's like on his entrance. Yeah, it's right on my entrance. It's at the it's right. On the hand. It's, a, it's, the top, it's on the it's wide. It's on the wide before the medium. Yeah. Top right yeah. hand corner. You see uh, a boom. Um, yeah. Just so people understand, like in a sitcom environment, there's four cameras. Uh, some of them, well, I would imagine most of them are manned by people. Ours were. Um, and the uh, the boom tower, it was like this platform that had wheels and you can move it around. And we usually had two of them. And what a boom, it's it's like a, a long, uh, what would you say, like a long stick? It's a it long be, stick, yeah. I mean, it would be considered a boom, right? I mean, the, yeah. And then at the end of that would be a microphone. And whoever's talking, the operator would have to follow, uh, you know, the person talking. So Zach is talking. Kelly's over there by the cash register. If she talked, he would have to swing over the boom as quick as he could and drop it, you know, just out of frame so that he could get a good uh, uh, recording of, of her. Um, and it, it's, it's not easy, you know, because you have to know yeah. the, the frame of where the, uh, where, where the cameras are. If the f- camera tips up a little bit, maybe you know, out of error, you'll, you will see the boom. Um, nowadays, like on mixed dish, we have these guys on set holding these booms. Um, and they're really cool. They're like carbon fibers. So they're really light. Uh, but they're over their shoulder, over their heads, you know, kind of like doing a press and, um, they're closer to us. Plus we're wearing, uh, mics on, on our, uh, on ourselves. Um, so sometimes you can actually see the mic wire hmm. on tighter shirts on, on certain things. Um, but on say by the bell, we didn't do that. We just had these boom tower things with a microphone on. And, uh, you know, that's why we have these little mishaps and kind of fun, fun for us to, to skewer. The, yeah. Uh, the everybody operator. makes mistakes, including the boom operator. It is a exhausting job. Just imagine holding your arms above your head for five minutes. It's not easy. Well, not like, this one though. <laughs> not not on sitcoms. On the sitcoms, it's it's an actual apparatus. It's like a big boom mm-hmm. apparatus. It has like okay. a crank on it, so it goes in and out. Um, and it's a big heavy thing. The ones on like my show now, uh, single camera half hour, single cam. Um, yeah. You know now, now you can get a boom operator operator closer in because the cameras. You know we don't we we take different angles. Um, and whereas in a sitcom, it's you know three walls and four cameras and. Uh, just a different process, so we can't have um, you know these operators close to us. Um, but anyway, so uh, yeah, we're we're here in this uh, in the student store. It, I, I'm confused by this because we've never seen the student store. We'll never see it again. Right. It seems right. like the students have no idea that this actually exists uh, here on the school because when the cast comes in, uh, yeah. Slater and Jesse and and Lisa and Screech. They have no idea. They're looking around like, what is this stuff? Like, It's like Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. They're just like, what is this new world? <laughs> I think this is for just my own mental note-keeping. I think this is where you guys join the military. I think it's the same room because it looks like the same like trophy case and lock. Like, I think it's the same space. You know where you guys had your- uh, Well, yeah. We, we, we've talked about this too, is that if you were sitting in the audience uh, and you were right smack dab in the audience- um, mm-hmm. Smack dab? Why? Why did that come yeah. out of my mouth like that? I don't know. That's a way Seems to describe odd. where you would be. Smack dab in the middle. That's you know. Sma- did I say in the middle though? I just said, you said smack, smack dab. dab. 
but I mean, if you, this is a good licorice and smack dabs. Uh, if you're, if you're where else, you're not going to be smack dab on the left. If you're smack dabbed, you are, you're in the middle. I would, I would reckon. No, I, I, I get that, but I, I don't, I think I left out middle or hmm. anyway. Okay. I think you're being I, overly critical on your, but I it's to, fine. I, I need to know, stop. Look, we're, it's, we, it'll, it's a bumpy start getting back into the flow. We'll figure it out by episode 50. <laughs> All right. So if you're sitting in the audience and you're smack dab yeah. in the middle, uh, yeah. that would be the hallway and to the right. So basically, uh, you know, just the next set over would be this set. And that was more like one of our swing sets. We'd become a, a classroom, we'd become the gym. Um, so yeah, we would switch these out, which is probably why in this episode, we don't have any classrooms. Hmm. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. that. yeah. There you go. Um, but there's a couple things here that's wrong. You know, the, we talked about the bullying of the nerds. Something that uh, uh, you probably should never say to someone um, is something that Zach says to them. And he, he's like looking at some of the stuff and he goes, there's nothing in here any normal person would buy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's like not, yeah. it's not, not, the language is not nice. <laughs> um, also, uh, like, did these, did these nerds like hit some kind of universal lottery that the only person who wants to work in their store is Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> the only person who will take this job. Well, she uh, needs the money, right? She goes, I, I know, need this they, money. And like, I'm like, no shit. Your father, your your dad took it off. crazy. Yeah, she needs this money selling pens for 98 cents a pop. Like she, like she's going to pay off her, her parents' mortgage. It is so, like they, they really do see it in the fact that like Kelly works hard and she needs this job. And uh, Kelly will have several jobs. She's one of the only, I mean, besides when you guys go to Malibu, she's like the only one of your friend group who's regularly working. <laughs> But yeah, she she needs this job. With um, there's a lesson here, by the way. If you give nerds like a little bit of power, they, I mean, speaking as a as a nerd, uh, by many people's definitions, nerds will abuse a little bit of power. It's it's true. So this <laughs> this is accurate. Um, but Zach doesn't need to be so mean and cruel. And uh, hey, nothing wrong with a a framed picture of Mister Rogers. <laughs> I wish I had one of those. That sounds pretty cool. Never mind the fact that. Why would there be a framed picture of Mr. Rogers in a student store? What does that? Ha- what purpose would that serve? I think it's just to like show how like how, just how nerdy they are that they this like that they oh because like, I didn't get of, that with their dress and the way they spoke y- and the way they walked right you I, would, oh, you I needed you needed an additional piece of evidence. Ah. Um, I thought it was I mean just the fact that they want a framed picture of him that's also autographed that is not for sale. That's a joke that works for me. I thought that was a real extreme, <laughs> and they've booby trapped it with like alarms. <laughs> so, uh, going back to something I said earlier, where I said possibly you could give us insight. You know, these names Please. like Ronald Geekman, yeah. and and we're mm-hmm. going to get to another name down the line with um, oh gosh, what's her name? I have it on my notes here. Uh, Harriet Hippelman. Great name. Uh, we'll get, That's yeah. a great name. <laughs> well, how how do you guys come up with these names in the writers' room? Because hmm. like. How do you just come up with a name? Like, are these are the, do you think these last names are people they know? And then you uh, tr- because want, you have to clear names yeah. too, right? You do have to clear names. So All just, right, just a, walk a little bit of insight. Yeah. yeah, the clearing names process is fascinating, and I had never experienced it firsthand um, until getting to work on season one of the reboot. But essentially, you have to deliver the lawyers at the network the names you want to use of every single character, and they have to check. And there's some kind of process like. If there's, I think the number is like, if there's more than three people who live in an area who have that name, you're good to go. You can use that name because any one of those three people can't say, hey, I think that character is like impersonating me or inspired by me or like I, you know, I retain the rights to me. So 
you better pay me if you want my name. Wait, what um, area though? What area are you talking about? Like if if the show takes place any, in the Palisades or, or Yeah, I think it's in any geographical area. I think it's like in like if there's like three John Smiths in Phoenix or something. Like I think if you you need to be able to to show this name is popular enough in a region. Uh and I'm probably there's people went to law school who are much smarter than me, so they could probably clarify that there's more to it than that or I'm I'm fudging something up. But those are like the broad strokes. You need to show evidence that this name is popular enough. It's not one exact person. Um, and we, on the reboot, we had to like, there were character names that were different in the pilot uh, that by the time it aired, we we tweaked because legal was like, no, this this person exists and there's only one of them and you just happen to pick that name. Uh, so it, it is a process. And it's it's also kind of weird to like live with the character's name for six months or something and then they change because there's, you know, another one in, I'm going to say Phoenix again. Why not? But yeah, like as far as coming up with a name, like, I mean, Harriet Hibbleman is great because it just, you have that like, Harriet feels like an old time. I mean, it just, it just evokes an image right away. I don't know why they went with her as being like, for some reason, I think names like Bertha, I think Say by the Bell had a Bertha joke or something. Like there's certain names that sound like a bigger person or certain names that sound like an older person. I mean, you know, sometimes you meet someone and you're like, ah, you are a Zeke. I've, I've, if I've ever met a Zeke, you are him. Uh, so when you're writing a character, you know, the name just kind of, sometimes the muse is in the room, Mark Ball. <laughs> sometimes it just hits you. Oh, this person is that. Um, and if legal says they can be, then they are. Thank you for that. That's a little peek in the process. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for enlightening our audience. I like that out of this scene in the student store, everyone, we were in season two of Saved by the Bell, um, three, I guess, if you count Miss Bliss, but like two of the real Saved by the Bell. Um, and I love that everyone just knows this scheme is for Zach. They're like, only you could twirl belding around your finger and oust these nerds. Um, and Zach jumps to it for this, uh, this next scene in Belding's office, where he mentions casually that he has thought about hiring a hitman to murder the principal, but it's simply too expensive. Now, Mark Paul, you have kids in school. Can you imagine what that phone call would be like if a child, any child at that school, told the principal about their hitman connections? And they probably wouldn't be going to that school anymore now, would they? No, I'd be so pissed because, you know, we've, we've done some of this virtual learning this, this past year. And it's no joke. I mean, I have so much more respect. I've always had respect for teachers and 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 parents, but even more so for uh, you know all all this past year and and everything, all the extra work that people have had to do um, yeah. with our children. Um, yeah, which would mean if if I got that call, it would mean that they're going to be home uh, for schooling, right. and I I I, I indefinitely. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't I couldn't have that? Uh, neither could my wife. Yeah. I know um, it's and I know it's a joke and I know it's just for last, but it is it is one of those things where when I heard it, I was just like, wow, you were. This is a kid. I mean, I guess you know the the conversation around schools and murder has certainly changed in the last thirty years. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, but like you just could not say that. So Zach does, and it's fine. It's a big laugh. Um, and I just want to we I addressed it in the synopsis, but I want to like crystallize the the. The, the story devices here, which are insane in this episode, that Kelly needs the job that she will lose if the nerds stay in charge. So Zach has to convince Belding to let him run the store. So it becomes a success. And the only thing Belding gets out of it is 
it'll be like good for the school board and building will look good. To, like it is so we are only in the second scene of this episode and it is so many twists and turns uh, from a story perspective. It is just nuts. And yet he signs off on Zach. So he, he, it's enough. It's like, he's like, yeah, I'll look good in the school. Like what, what, why were you about to be fired? Mr. Bell? Like maybe there was a, th- we've learned that scenes were cut for time. So maybe we missed something, but I don't think we did. I think they're just like moving through it. Lightning fast. Um, Cause what, what nerd will pick it apart 30 years later? And uh, yeah, you mentioned Zach being like a bully. This is not, I don't I mean, I don't know if you've ever lost a job, Mark Paul, but this is not the way you want to lose it, is having your successor hop on the loudspeaker uh, and fire you in front of everybody. <laughs> That's pretty callous, even for, uh, even for Zach here. But that brings us to the student store where Zach is now, you know, he's in charge. It's the, it's the Zach show. Where do they get all this merchandise, by the way? What, like the, um, all of it? Like the, you mean like the bouncing balls and the book with magic tricks and it just, all this All stuff? of it. I mean, like the, the, the sweatshirts and the sweatpants yeah. and. Sweatshirts, uh, I could buy that they already had them or they, cause like, I think that when you guys are in gym class and stuff, you're regularly wearing Bayside Tiger gear. Right. But where um, is but, that but, stuff? Like where did they, where did we know. pull that out of? Why went, why wasn't that I in the know. student store to begin with? Good question. I mean, it's, that's one of the. That's one point Zach is correct about that that is a thing for sale. But um yeah, like the other stuff it it feels like a 7-year-old child's idea of what a store should be. It's just like things that bounce up and down or glow in the dark or it it's there's not a whole lot of thing like literally the SAT prep guide is gone. <laughs> the only thing in that store that could really help a kid prepare for their future is is in a trash can somewhere. Yeah, the, these backpacks with a clock on it. I mean it's I like it's like you'd so find at a Hello bonkers. Kitty uh, uh, shop in the mall. Yeah, yeah, Sanrio. There you go. And the nerds are back. Yeah, I got it. Uh, the nerds are back, and yeah, that they are so funny. Like, I also love how in Say by the Bell, it's always like a pack of nerds. It's never a lone nerd. You know, strength in numbers. Slater's security punk shirt uh, that he's wearing, I think, is great, and I, uh, I think that's a really easy Halloween costume. If anyone out there is is trying to plan ahead, just a pair of slacks and a security punk shirt. You're Slater from the uh, the swimsuit episode. <laughs> I'm not quite sure I understand the reference of security punk. Like, what, it's like him what? calling. It's like just a security shirt wouldn't be enough of a joke, although it's funny enough for me. But it's like he's like saying it to you, like I'm security punk. You know. Well, where's the comma? There's a comma in there. No, there's not. I think there is. And I, I could. I, can we let's let's go to the tape. Oh, there is. A, yeah, there's there a is. there's a comma. There's a comma. Come Look on. at that. There's you think the writers are going to let punk? that one get out of the room without a comma? I, you're, you're I don't crazy. know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm just I, I'm just looking at the way that he's holding his arms and like. You think you Franco know, is standing there looking at the budget, <laughs> saying we we can't afford the comma? No, the comma is going on the shirt. And the exclamation Hello, Franco. point or mark. Or <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. is it point or yeah. exclamation exclamation mark? If you can you, say if either you, one. Yeah, and they're I both, do regularly. Correct. Okay, yeah, good. You, you you're smack dab in the middle of picking mark or point. Look at what you did there. I love it. Thank you. Um, uh, I, right I just, back in the saddle. <laughs> <laughs> just looking at that. That is a pretty, f- yeah. I think we have a it's shirt funny. business. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah. Let's, let's do some very just, I mean, now we're talking to lawyers. Let's sell some t-shirts we can just barely sell legally. <laughs> like a security <laughs> punk one. We might have to not use a comma on ours. That might be our thing. Um, Peter Engel had the edict we learned of no baby steps. Um, that's part of why these, these episodes move so fast. It's not, a, it's not a flaw, it's a feature. 
Zach really connects some dots very, very quickly when Lisa just says swim team practice and Slater mentions a bathing suit and Screech mentions photo club. It is like in, I think, a matter of like 30 seconds that Zach puts together the entire plan, uh, which ends in the sentence, I have it in my notes, Mark Paul, we're going to take pictures of the girls in the pool. And let me tell you, there is a lone audience member that is way into that. I, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I didn't hear that. Is there one oh, guy like whoa? Yeah, there's Ow. there's 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 one. There's there's uh, there's an audible uh, delight coming from an audience member. Um, yeah, I had to rewind it. Hey, a few look, times. I mean, they <laughs> they they were probably <laughs> just excited to finally see the pool at Bayside. It's been brought up a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoiler yep. alert, Mark Paul. We will never see the pool at Bayside. It exists allegedly in the hearts and minds of those who believe. And yeah, I mean, I, I do. We're in the halls of Bayside now. Um, I love this cutaway joke that they'll never even know you were there. And then Screech is in like he's in like scuba gear from the waist up, like as as if that would make him less conspicuous in the in the pool. And when you see these shots, I mean, they look posed. It looks like the girls knew he was there. Yeah, I have I that, that in my great. notes. I have that in my notes too. Like, wait, I'm confused. Like, like, so you're telling was, me that Jesse, Lisa, and Kelly did not know they were being photographed, but posed like very professionally for the cutouts. Uh, but it's just for you know, it's I get it. Um, I love the water out of the snorkel thing too. That is just like the it's just great. It's super. It's a very funny hard um, hard cut, a cutaway gag, as it were. And Screech calls Zach a slime ball. By the way, like yeah, as much does. as this is on Zach. Screech knows, he knows the monster he's getting in bed with. Like this plan to sell swimsuit calendars. Screech is not like, whoa, dude, that's really wrong. He's like, you're a creep. Let's do business. Yeah, he says, <laughs> it's an honor to work with a slime ball like you. He knows. And, and that's the writers giving enough of a thing to the audience. It happens again later with Zach to camera. But it's like, hey guys, we know this is bad. But this is really bad. I mean, you know, talking about hit men with your principal is one thing filming underage girls without their permission and, and selling it in calendar form um, specifically in swimsuits. That is like, that is a, that is a real dark beast. Seems like a good, which brings us to the student store. I was going to say, brings us to the student store. Yeah. I mean, did I say there were just two smooth transitions this episode? (laughs) There might be a lot more for the girls of Bayside calendar sale and brother business is good. (laughs) Business is great. I, I love the uh, the dude with the butt rock hair. Uh, yeah. His pants, man. Those pants are are bitching. That's a decision. Yeah, that's that is that's good stuff. I mean, there's a line out the door. This thing is working. Unsurprisingly, I mean, I think most high school boys would would be lining up to for a similar calendar. Uh, I would imagine that that seems seems like Zach knew exactly who his target demo was. So the girls come in, Mark Paul, and um, you know, first they're pleased that there are people in this store, which means I guess Kelly doesn't have to move out of her house and into a, a cardboard box underneath a river. <laughs> but like, like what, like what was Zach's long game here? Like, like he's like, oh, don't tell. Like him and Slater both get all cagey when they come in. <laughs> they're gonna find out. I mean, they're gonna find out right now, especially when these life-size cardboard cutouts get revealed. Yeah, I, I, I'm just looking at this cardboard cutout of um, it's a- Elizabeth, and it's, yeah, she's posing for the camera. It's like, I, I, I'm just picturing Screech in scuba gear, 
taking this photo. And what like, would be the context where she, where, where Screech could How? achieve that photograph? Yeah. It's How also, we talked about boom operators. It's professionally lit. Not only is this, this photo, you can tell by the lighting on Jesse's face. Um, it's a professionally lit photograph. Uh, life-size, cutout, life-size cutouts, excuse me, are also expensive uh, and timely. They, they, they take time to produce. Um, so the idea that Zach used like school resources or maybe he went to like a Kinko's and dropped a couple hundred dollars on these things, um, insane. <laughs> and this was obviously before swim practice because their hair isn't wet and they're not wearing their swim right. caps. Right. Swim practice. Yeah, I mean, for the <laughs> swim meet, which in an episode where we are tracking so much, it's like, oh yeah, these girls, swimming is also... <laughs> Swimming is also, by the way, very important to all three of them, even though we've never heard them talk about it before. <laughs> it will be the thing that defines their high school experience. They're swimming together. But yeah, Zach, I mean, I, I, get, I get why they're pissed off. I understand it. <laughs> um, and building is Miss December. That's, I mean, maybe I can use fun once per episode. That's a fun joke. Yeah, I got to chuckle out of that. Yeah, it's also like Slater dealing with like he's gonna have like dreams of Belding's beautiful body is you know it's a, they're throwing a lot at you in this episode. No one can um, no one can fault anyone involved for not not trying a lot uh, with twenty two minutes. And that brings us to Act Two, uh, a short Act Two. If you're looking at the timer, this Act Two is only a couple minutes here, um, and we're in Belding's office. And uh, yeah, the the gals are demanding these these calendars be destroyed until <laughs> knock knock. <laughs> oh yeah, this guy Adam give this Trask. Guy an intro, yeah, give yeah, him an intro. I would, I would love to. Meet Adam Trask of Teen Fashion Magazine, who might just be the creepiest character in the history of television. Um, he's played by an actor named Greg Keane. Uh, so Adam Adam heard about this calendar from his buddy at the print shop, who yeah. if you want to just, for the folks at home, imagine how that <laughs> phone call went. Hey, Adam, uh, some, some kid came in here and is printing dozens, if not a, triple digits worth of calendars of teenage girls in bathing suits. I, you got to see, see this. this. You got to. You got to see this. So that guy is is a, definitely a registered. I mean, he's a criminal. He's a sex criminal, almost certainly, who works at a print shop. Um, <laughs> he should be investigated by the feds. And he called up his buddy Adam, who is wearing like a shirt combo. I mean, his shirts only get more. They it only gets worse. But like, it is just what the hell is going on with Adam Trask? What the hell is going on with this man who just marches into Bayside High and is like? Please show me the girls of this calendar. No, no, no. Please. He said it's a line that's even creepier than that. He walks yeah. in and he goes, "You all look familiar." Oh Ugh. god. Oh my Ugh. god. Oh god. That is disgust. <laughs> it is. Look, knowing now what I know now about how awful and terrible human beings are. <laughs> this guy, you gotta, you gotta. Everyone needs to run out of the building and just lock the doors and <laughs> don't come back until he's dead. <laughs> But then you know, we, at the very end, we t- we talk about Belding, and, and Belding thinks that yeah. you know Miss December is cute. Um, Great job. But but uh, but Adam Trask says something again. That's like we're we're just bullying people left and right. Yeah. But he's like, oh, Miss December, uh, d- dog without a tail. 
Yeah, wolf thing. I mean, wolf. yeah, I mean, he, he like also, <laughs> sir. Okay, so now you're saying you're a professional photographer. You cannot tell that 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 a, that a middle-aged man's head was just cut out and scotch taped onto a, a young woman's body, like, sir. In 1990, you, it was that that was that pre Photoshop. I mean, I'm, I know yeah, there were, it was, but part, it wasn't as as readily I mean, uh, available for people like you and I, right? I mean, it was, sure, for, I mean for, what, what I'm saying, like Zach Morris wouldn't have that. No, um, no. I mean, yeah, like people were using computers for movies and stuff, but no, I mean, he would probably just just use scissors, tape it, and then you would Xerox right, that picture. Yeah. That was like Photoshop, you know, back in the day, um, unless you were Steven Spielberg or something. Uh, but yeah, it's, it is, I mean, this is just, where where this episode goes and continues to go is so it is such a dark dark hole um, in <laughs> retrospect we in hindsight like knowing what I know now I'm just I don't like know why it makes me oh my, laugh but it just hearing you say I'm, it's it, a dark it, hole it feels like I'm watching it feels like I'm watching a horror movie I swear to God like when like when the camera starts snapping in this next montage I do not uh, feel good I do not I, I don't feel I, like oh this is their big break no <laughs> like, no no <laughs> I, I wrote my notes I just put cringeworthy with an exclamation yeah. I I was like the I, oh I cringe. God. This picture of Elizabeth music. is so funny. They are in the music. little like business outfit. It I'm gets worse woman. though. It gets worse though later on when it's just yeah. a photo shoot with uh yes. with, with Kelly. I I Oh yeah. Uh, oh my god. Okay. So we're that. we're in the halls of Bayside for this like um <laughs> montage thing. It'll it'll spill over into the max. I mean, first of all, just top top question, where the hell is everybody? The school is empty, the max is empty. They closed the student store, which, by the way, was like the only reason Kelly was doing this was to have a job at a store. Like that store is now closed for this photo shoot. Uh, this is just absolute. I mean, I don't, I don't know what you what you say about all this. <laughs> and it's, like, can you imagine? Like, okay, comedy. so let's let's. Uh, I mean, I keep I keep going back to like, what if this was real life? And I know it's not. I know it's a TV show. I'm not as stupid as I sound sometimes, but. If this was real and a photographer came to a school, it would be like weird enough to be like, hey, let me photograph these three girls uh, who my buddy at the print shop told me about. Um, can you shut down the school for a day, please? Like, oh, no problem. Great. Uh, I'll be right back with my lights and camera. Uh, just like Adam Trask, man. He is not, he's not to be trusted. If you say so. I say, I say so. I, I say so emphatically. Um, and that brings us to the max uh, where... You know, the gals are riding high off their their big break, which is like a quarter inch off the floor of a dude at a mall came up to us and was like, do you want to come take pictures somewhere? Um, that's the level of danger these girls have put themselves in. Second boom appearance oh. is uh, in in this shot right above the, um, the server's head. Good. Uh, the wide shot. Yeah. Uh, with the three girls sitting at the table, and yeah, you can see the boom right there. Do you want to use your the, your uh, time code? Uh, your your time code talk of it's like negative. if you say I should, sure. I, I would. It would be it would be negative ten. Hmm. Okay, uh, ten four seconds. Good. It it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Here. But it is. But, I know what you mean that it is hard to like to see the display time. You have to like touch the dot that is like it's like yeah. Hulu makes it easier. In general, streaming for whatever reason to like see how much time is left. I don't know. It's a weird system. No, this is this is Hulu. I'm, I'm no, I know. I'm, Hulu, no, I'm saying Hulu. Like, like they they make it easier to see the time that's left versus the time that's elapsed. Like, I'm yeah, well, okay, yeah. okay, gotcha. I'm agreeing right. with you. Um, okay, but yeah, we uh, Adam is back with like 
I mean, for a guy who works in fashion, his his shirt choices seem to suggest otherwise. Um, <laughs> but he returns uh, looking like a cowboy from the future, <laughs> and he he is ready to offer Kelly the special anniversary issue of Teen Fashion, which involves a month with Adam in Paris. Mm-hmm. A month away, by oh, the way, yacht. Mark Paul. I mean, we're going to get to the yacht. I have infinite questions about the yacht. Um, but again, I don't know how much this job is paying. It, this this does not sound like a job that is going to... Does he mention money ever? I don't think so. Uh, no. 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 This sounds like one of those things where it's like, oh, it'll be a great experience. This is a good opportunity and you get to travel. This does not sound like, hey, Kelly, you know how you needed money from a job or else your entire family is going to have to wear, uh, I don't know, socks for all their clothes. Uh, you go away for a month to Paris while your 12, child, 12 brothers starve. Uh, like, what the hell is going on in this? Like, the, the structure of how all this stuff holds together is so so far gone <laughs> and so quick. It, 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 we're, we are still in act two. I, I, I laughed out loud at uh, Dustin's imitation of a cat because <laughs> it, brought, it brought me a, a memory of like the cat from um, uh, either the Smurfs, hmm. like that was Gargamel, Gargamel right? Yeah. The Gargamel, Gargamel or the, uh, wasn't, there, wasn't there a cat in like an Inspector Gadget or something Oh yeah, like no, that? the claw had a cat. The claw was inspector. Right? Yeah, that was, was like yeah. He had like a he had, he would pet his cat. Yeah, but what that 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 sort of imitation that Dustin does is very cartoonish and just super funny. And uh, I think out of the three girls, Elizabeth is almost about to break when he does it. Here, check this out. Watch, watch her face. Yeah, she's hold. She's no. She she lets out the <laughs> the like. I'm chuckling as my role. <laughs> right. I'm process. I'm I'm, right. I'm I saw what you just did as my character, and now I'm allowed to laugh a little. Uh, you know that thing. So it's funny they, 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 when you when you think of Zach, it, it all becomes about him. And uh, Kelly's leaving for a month, and immediately it was like, well, she's gonna forget about me. He's not wrong. I, I, mean, I have to sabotage her. Month in Paris. Come on. Really. You think you think you think Zach had that much going for him that like a month around like new experiences and a new a, a new place in the world. I'm assuming for Kelly, I don't think there were too many Kapowski family vacations to Paris, France. Um, they would have had to book the whole plane. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I I I would be I'd be nervous too if I was Zach. But also, like, what are you gonna? I mean, the question we know the answer to. What are you gonna do? You're gonna set this. <laughs> Set this opportunity on fire for Kelly from the inside of her soul out. And then watching this, uh, you know, Zach obviously is yeah. thinking about himself and everyone else is on board with this. Um, Lark's reaction is 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 kind of, it doesn't sort of, it, it doesn't seem like she's on board she with like it. She like is a, I mean, she's playing at the truth that she is sad. That is like, I'm sad that I didn't get this opportunity, but I'm happy for you as a friend. I mean, it's, you know, I, I get, I get it. Is that how you took it? I, yeah, because like, that's that's kind of true, right? Like you can be, both things can exist. You can like be bummed out you didn't get the job, but you know your friend did, and I get it. I don't get Zach's. I don't get Zach's reaction. <laughs> Zach's thing of like, I need to make sure this doesn't happen, is just 
Oh wait, I see what you're saying. Lark reacts after the month thing. She yep. kind of, huh? I, 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 we were folks were watching it back, and we saw Lark's initial reaction. Yeah, she's kind of like, huh? Yes, you're right. She is a little like unsure of this. Maybe she's more savvy than Kelly. I mean, guys. Yeah, just just watch her. I, I rewound yeah. it and watch. She's when, when, yeah. Like, eh, when Kelly says know. a month, isn't that fantastic? Right. I mean, and then she. Yeah. See. Okay, I'm gonna say it. Um, thank you for pointing that out, Mark Paul. Lark knows what's going on. This dude's a creep. She was putting up with it, but now she's like, okay, red alert. This guy's trying to literally human traffic my best friend, one of two. I like this is the plot of Taken. <laughs> Kelly's about to get taken by Adam Trask, of all people. Unless Zach has no, something no, to say. Zach, about um, Zach has something to yeah, say. Sure Looking in the camera. This is one of the reasons I couldn't watch the show growing up. Um because I would notice things like, oh man, I'm wearing too much makeup. Mm. And the reason why I'm wearing too much makeup is because I do see like a little zit on mm. my face. And to cover that up, you know, yeah, a teenager. But to cover that up, you have to like blend everything else in. So, you know, you kind of have to like spackle the makeup <laughs> onto your face. I wish I had some of that in high school. A, a trowel. I could have used some a trowel to yeah. kind of smooth it out. Yeah, yeah. And then, but I'm I'm not mad at the hair. The hair was hair pretty good. lacquered this episode, but uh, it's not going anywhere. Pretty iconic hair going on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not too too mad at that. I like your sweater too. Earlier when um when you're working the student store, it's like a very like like I feel like Zach had a, had yeah. a very cozy look a lot of the time. <laughs> like a lot of like really seemed like he was built for like comfort in a lot of ways. And I knowing again. Hindsight is twenty twenty. I respect comfortable clothes above all now. And that brings us into Act Three. Um, for Zach's like, you know, truly evil master plan here. Um, so Kelly is going through her itinerary on the steps. We mentioned it briefly. But this schedule that is supposed to be like a work trip involves a week on a yacht in France. What was getting done on that job you couldn't do in like four to six hours on a yacht? Uh, listen, you're, you're, you're talking like a chaperone here. I mean, uh, you're, 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 you're you know, someone who's trying to protect their well, client. Right, I'm, tra- I'm talking uh, like, a, like a person who's like, <laughs> okay, wait a minute, you're going to take this f- 15, 16-year-old girl to France for a month and put her on a yacht for a week? Sir, who else is on that yacht? It's, I, I have just a lot of questions and a lot of concern. And it's funny because Zach's not even like coming from this place emotionally or mentally of like, oh my God, Kelly's in real danger from this total slime ball we let come into our lives. Yeah. Instead, he's just right. like, the, the yacht will make her forget. Whatever goes on on that yacht will, will replace me. I'm trying to think because uh, Tiffany and I went to uh, Paris together mm. uh, to promote the show. Um, to take photos and and do exactly what this the, the what she's about to do. Yeah. It wasn't for uh, a month. I don't know. I think we we're there maybe for a week. But I'm trying to figure. Remember if we did this before or after. If this was uh, uh, because the, the show um, Saved by the Bell, Sauvé par le Gant, uh, yeah. as they say, or that was I, pretty I good. Think that's how they say yeah. it. And and yeah, thanks. Um, but uh, it was pretty popular in in, uh, in France, and and uh, we traveled there a few times. I think uh, at least I I I did. Um, but we did. We had we had a great time in 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 uh, Paris. I think she talked about that when she was on our on our podcast briefly. She she remembered 
you know, those, those, those times rather than these times on the set. Um, I didn't, I didn't see it in your notes, Dashiell, but did you notice that my name is said in this, uh, in this scene? I said how, like they said, well, uh, Lark says, um, you know, the cute guys in French jeans named Marpol. Oh, I did not notice that. Uh, but yes. there, I mean, wow, there's now there is a detail. Uh, I did not notice that. Um, well, there you go. You made it into the show. Someone, someone on the writing I staff did. must have liked you. I'm wondering if they actually wrote it in the subtitles. I'm, I'm, I just turned on the subtitles on our. Uh, yeah, they do. Guys named Mark Paul. They did. Look at that. They missed the hyphen though. There's no, there's no hyphen. Yeah. Yeah, cute guys in French jeans named Mark Paul. And they spelled it. They spelled it the French way, which is M A R C. Yeah. And I, I spell mine M A R K, and there's a hyphen. Right. Um, and that is my first name. People will always wonder, like, is it Mark? Is it Paul? Like, listen, I, w- I went through this shit mm-hmm. as a kid. It was painful. Yeah. You know, my mom, I, because I was acting, and you'd go in for an audition, and, and someone would go, uh, Mark Gossler. And my mom would go, No. Tell him it's Mark Paul. Tell him it's Mark Paul. Yeah. And I'm like, No, I'm not going to tell this grown man. I'm nine. Right. I'm not going to tell this grown man my name is Mark Paul. If he wants to call me Mark, so be it. You're the one that gave me this fucked up name. You tell him my name is Mark Paul. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean, look. Yeah. Anytime you can take your parents down a peg in front of someone, that's that's good. Uh, oh yeah. I, but by the way, I never had that conversation because I, I would have gotten. It, you played it I in your head. Gotten, yeah, no, yeah, I, um, I played it in my head. Right. That's why I go by MP now. Like, yeah. if you see me, it's just it's not anything. Just MP. I'm MP. fine with MP. Okay, good to know for for fans all but around the world. When when <laughs> I am not French, right. and it's not a French, it's not a French name, and and uh, and I do have a middle name as well. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean it's uh, it's interesting when I when I saw it, I was like that got right by me. Yeah, I also watch with subtitles yeah. on, so I'm I'm surprised I didn't um, didn't read it. <laughs> I do, I do watch. I like you know we talked about this. I I watch with subtitles on. Why not? It's good. It feels like I'm reading a book. <laughs> um. So this is what I talked about before where Zach like directly down the camera is like, I know what I'm about to do is really wrong, but like desperate times, it, it is a little story device just to like, you know, remind the viewer like, hey, this is wrong, but you're still on my side. Um, I don't know that it works for me. <laughs> it's too wrong. It's too, what he's doing is too wrong to be excused by like, boy, I got to make sure my... Also, like, what's he really preventing his his girlfriend from like realizing there might be something better out there? Like, it's just like listen. Sometimes you're not thinking about you know I, I you're guess. thinking about yourself. He's in I love. He is. is he though? He's a is, teenager. This, is that what this is? He is. Okay. I, I I think he is. He I is. Mean, I mean, look, you know, you do, I will not shit on the. I will, you do stupid shit. You do stupid shit for sure as a kid. This is like it's hard to call it stupid when it's so well thought out. Um, a lot of times, stupid stuff is impulsive, and maybe he was building the train as it was moving down the tracks here. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's like, this is, this is nuts. Uh, and also by the way, the the reminder in this scene that like, oh yeah, guys, there's still a swim meet. (laughs) There's still, there's, we're still tracking the swim meet. Um, and yeah, Zach, like starts turning the screws here. We got a Harriet, is it Hibbleman? Hubbleman? Hippleman. Hippleman. You know, because like, it's close to being, I, I took it as Harriet, funny name. Hippleman because she's two hundred pounds. Hipple, I was like, oh, like hippo. hippo. I get it. I get it. Yeah, that, yeah. That, yeah. She's two hundred pounds. She can't swim. Anchor. She, she is, an anchor. is an anchor. And you yeah, know what? That brings us laugh. to a segment, Mark Paul, called uh, 
Everybody makes mistakes. Uh, first, we started with the boom operator. And I like now, this segment. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Look, folks, everybody makes mistakes. And even Jesse, who's like an unimpeachable character by all metrics, she cracked a fat joke. And like, that's not, you're not supposed to do that. It's not good. It's not good to do. Yeah. But even Jet, like that's, you know, everybody makes mistakes, I guess, would be. Listen, the there was uh, close to 100 other people in this audience that all found that very funny. And I got a good laugh. Uh, I I am happy to report that humor changes as time goes on, and you know, people people learn how to be better people if you if you're doing this whole life thing correctly. And also some some just I mean this is me nitpicking, but like literally last week Slater was like a genius at math, and now he's maybe going to fail science without Kelly's help. I mean that that doesn't line up for me. Um, but sure, why not? Maybe that's just part of Zach's twisted game of. Saying Slater got really bad at science overnight. Why is uh, I'm just thinking like Zach, but why is Kelly his uh, science partner? I have an issue with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I, like all that stuff is so like they just throw so there is so much information here of like I mean, you, like to really be invested in the story, you need to first of all, you got to care about the swim meet, <laughs> and then you need to care about Slater science. Like it's like there is just a ton of stuff. Um, with no and then Screech's birthday that she's gonna miss. Yeah, which you guys uh, already did a Screech's birth. Like you already did an episode which hasn't aired yet because they chopped up the premiere order. Um, it's coming way later. It's from season one of you guys recording. But you did an episode where you all forgot Screech's birthday. Like you already had a Screech's birthday story uh, involving Kelly. Uh, it just is all like this is. They were. I mean, I'm sure lunch was getting cold. You know, I get it. Got to write the episode. At the end of this uh, this scene, I, I, I wrote in my notes. I go, "What a shithead! What a shithead! <laughs> just really yeah. is." Oh, he, he's he's playing. Sad. I mean, it's like it is when you talk about evil stuff. It's like maybe I'm underusing evil or over. I don't know. Maybe I'm not using it correctly. But it is like this is it's sinister how you could Kelly is Kelly's whole besides being borderline destitute as a family. Kelly's defining character trait is she's kind. She is just a kind soul. It is like her thing. Uh, so Zach is like really putting his foot on her neck with this one over like her kindness, you know, because a lot of people would be like, so what, Slater, fail out of science. I don't care. <laughs> Nuts to you and the swim team. I'm going to Paris, not Kelly. And we're in the student store here. Uh, Belding drops off a month's worth of schoolwork for Kelly in a seemingly empty manila envelope. That's going to be all the schooling she needs. Do it. She's not going to do any of that work. What work? There's nothing in that envelope, Mark Paul. <laughs> that thing is that thing is well, is thinner than the swim meet news. That is just there's not a lot going on there. It's it's more than my public school gave me because my public school did not do that for me when I when I told them I was going to be on a show for 9 months. This is why I had to move from my public school to another school that was uh uh <laughs> for students who weren't uh, too good at school. For bad or, boys, you, know. you you went to like the the yeah we talked about this. You're like yeah, it's like weird like school prison or something. Yeah, um, I went I went to the trailer where yeah. you know I did get an envelope this that size. That was my work for the week, and it was all just multiple questions and uh, easily easily hacked. That sounds like cheated. a good show. The trailer about a bunch it, yeah. of a uh, bunch of you know on the fringe school kids. I would watch the trailer. That sounds like a cool <laughs> sitcom. Let's write that. Um, but yeah, Kelly. Uh, this, by the way, when she gets this envelope, we are now also getting the information that, hey, you know, she's disappearing for a month. It's during the school year. <laughs> so not only is this like, 
She is going to be fired from her job that won't exist anymore because no one's going to run the store. Uh, she's also missing a full month of high school, which is a lot of high school. But that's fine. I mean, Adam seems like a trustworthy man who owns many ugly shirts. And yeah, this is like the gaslighting thing. I mean, I, I don't know what the definition difference of misinformation and gaslighting is, but he is like actively playing both sides here with Kelly and the friends of like, I'll tell him to come to the shoot. I'm like, oh, she doesn't want you at the shoot. Um, pretty, it's just pretty nefarious. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. A lot of work here. Yeah, uh, it, it's so funny because the, the the character of Zach is so not like me at all. Like I I I never I I could never come up with the things that he did, uh, and it is not the way my brain works about relationships, about you know uh, getting through tasks. Uh, I mean, it just it, it it's it's very I I I find it interesting. I mean, you find it uh, sinister, but I, I, it's I, like I, a beautiful I, mind or something. He like it's like he can see the <laughs> matrix swirling around him in a way where like yeah, I mean, I yeah. I, I just. I my I, from a writer perspective, I'm like floored in a funny way about how much they throw at us. Like this episode, to me, I, I think I had it in, in my notes. Um, it almost feels like every five minutes you're watching a different episode of a different TV show. <laughs> like here's the episode about like it, it just it just keeps changing so fast what the what the characters are driving for and how it's moving. Um, but yeah, Zach, uh, his through line is he just loves Kelly so much he can't let go over and. You know, I've said it before. I'm not. I'm not going to disparage the relationship of Zach and Kelly uh, on this podcast or anywhere. America's first couple, <laughs> and that brings us to the photo shoot. Oh, this photo shoot, Kelly. One of one of one of her signature outfits here with the the denim jacket with the pink polka dot fringe. What an outfit! But this Adam Trask with what he says to this to mm. to Kelly. Yeah. Hey, Yeah. Okay. You're happy. Okay, yeah. Excited. Terrific. Yeah. Now, be your own woman. You're strong, independent. That's it. She's moving right, so now. fast. Get too. wild. Like, you're impulsive, <laughs> daring. You're unpredictable. And then Zach comes in. Yeah. Oh, hi, Zach. Yeah. I should have stopped at daring. What does that mean? It, I, what does that I'm mean? Glad, what, I'm what, glad what, you what asked. What is he saying? I'm glad you asked. I had to think. That was a scratcher for me, too, a head scratcher to be specific. <laughs> By by adding that she's unpredictable, and then Zach showed up. Zach fulfilled the unpredictable prophecy. She she is unpredictable. Her boyfriend's going to show up on my set. I should have just stopped at daring. If she was only daring, she wouldn't also be unpredictable. And then I'm dealing with her unpredictable boyfriend. That's the joke. I think. Uh, I don't know. There's something really like you talk about sinister. Yeah. No, no, no. This, make this no mistake. Dude, there's Zach is. This is uncomfortable. Zach is Fred Rogers compared to Adam Trask. Like this guy is like another beast altogether, and it stresses me out every second he's on camera. <laughs> and he, <laughs> even the way he like hands his, he's like, "You can visit while I reload." He just hands his assistant the camera to swap out the film, and you know he goes in the back room and does some like God even knows what kind of disgusting things are happening in the back of his studio. Uh, it's it's not developing film, folks. Um, yeah, just like this is awful. How long does it take to reload a camera? Not, lo- by the not way? long. I mean, I, I look everything's digital now, but I, I remember having an actual camera with a roll of yeah, film. I too. It yeah. would just, just zoop. It would just it like there. zip on back. We're talking. We're talking ten seconds here. <laughs> not long enough to have a conversation. But you know, Adam is gonna let 
his whole shoot maybe be spoiled by this conversation. And Zach, uh, I have it in my notes, is Zach obliterates Kelly, which is what it feels like. He just he <laughs> just shatters this poor girl into a thousand pieces. It's so easy though, Dash. It, it really, is. I mean, it is because she cares so much. It's like you could not you you could not hit Lisa this hard. You could not hit Jesse this hard. But Kelly is like just a big, big old teddy bear. It's, it's, you know, he, it is just, it's, it's, it's tough. Like, I, you know, of all, of all of his crazy schemes and antics, like this one from top to bottom, the fact that it starts with underage girls posing in swimsuits without their consent and ends in like, I will rip out your soul. (laughs) is like, this is, this is too much. This is just too much, even for me. Well, to lighten Please, it up, yeah. there's another boom appearance. Oh, there, yeah, there right we go. The, now um, we're back. Now it's fun again. The minus three minute, 41 right. second yeah. uh, mark. Yeah. There's a nice little boom right there at the very top. The way we all tell time. Um, hello, boom. Hello, boom. Good to see you. Here, here to lighten the mood. Probably the sound guy was like, holy Christ, what's going on? Here? Oh, okay, lift it up again. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jim, you keep slipping. He's like, yeah, I know, but this, I, well, I didn't sign up for this. I usually make, you know, classy movies about the Vietnam War. He was maybe trying to hit the actor who played Adam Trask. Something. Get out of, get out of here, buddy. Um, yeah, I mean, and of course, Zach's, uh, Zach's horrific, like, new whispers in Kelly's ear, you know. She's, she's a broken woman now. I mean, Zach has, Zach has destroyed her. Um, and she won't go to Paris. And I, talk about no baby steps. I love how fast Adam Trask is on Zach Morris. And this switch that Adam Trask, the biggest creep, is now the voice of reason, is the craziest thing in an already like bonkers off the wall episode. This man in his his shirt is now like, hey man, I'm wiser than you and you need to listen to me about this thing. I know what you're doing. Hey Zach, quit being a cock blocker. Come on, man. You know I'm trying to bang your girlfriend in Paris. What's what's the matter with you, dude? God. It's crazy. Crazy. He's and you and you as a kid, I like watched that and I saw this photographer like dressing Zach down. I was like, yeah, that guy is right, Zach. Like I I did not realize how wrong they both are. <laughs> like that's like you can there it's can a be a, the there show. can be a, that's you love yeah, there can show. be a room with two people and they can both be very wrong. <laughs> like no, there's not always a right person. <laughs> um you love this show. I'm glad. I'm glad this this journey has been a, uh, you know, as great for you as it has been for me. Um, and we're in Kelly's room here for a signature Zach Morris apology. He's sorry. Uh, he can't live with it. The The scumbag photographer got to him. And I guess I understand his reasoning a month in high school years. Uh, it's like, it, 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 yeah, I, I understand that part. I will give Zach that. A month in high school feels like a really long time. Um, yeah. But <laughs> like, not enough to... Are we... We took a month off. That didn't feel very I know. Long. Well, a month as an adult goes real fast. Time is relative. Uh, maybe that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> um, but yeah, a month when you're, the younger you are, I think the, the longer time feels. That's a thing. There's more new stuff. Your brain is making more new connections. Um, but yeah, the crowd goes wild for a, a kiss from Kelly, a Zach and Kelly kiss. Everyone loves it. Even George Michael liked it. Yeah, George Michael's like creeping out from behind the corner like, ooh. Ooh la la. Yeah, I was like, that's the first thing I saw after the kiss. It was like, yeah, George Michael. He's looking right down the barrel of the camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, you know, we learned that Kelly would have gone anyways, maybe. I mean, she kind of, you know, plays it as, I don't know, but she she would have. I mean, um, 
And yeah, I, I have it in my notes here of like, so Zach tells her the news. Kelly is surprisingly pretty cool with it that she was just fully manipulated. And the gang was like hiding behind her door with a cake. And I'm just wondering what that would have been like if everyone had to stand there with a cake and hear Kelly like, I never want to talk to you again. And like, I can't believe you would do this. And like, get out of my fucking life. Um, which feels to me to be true. That is how I think a person would react. Um, but no, she's fine with it. She's Kelly Kapowski. Unwavering kindness. All right. And for the final boom appearance. Oh my God, there's a boom in Kelly's room. Nowhere f- safe. Number four. Boom number four. Yeah, this 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 one actually uh, is um, a special mm. one because it doesn't come from the top, mm. but it comes from a reflection. See, the, these oh. guys have to worry about all this stuff. I mean, the boom operator has to worry about where the lights are because the lights will cast shadows. Mm. Uh, obviously, and so they have to like you know navigate the the world up above us. Right. Um, and they also have to look for reflections off of windows, off of mirrors. There's a like a um, I don't know what it's called, like a pop up mirror, like this little thing on on Kelly's dresser. Yeah. Sure. And in the reflection of that, you can see the boom move in through that. And if anybody's uh, wants to know, it's negative fifty two seconds. It's a negative fifty two seconds, <laughs> right under the wire to get a boom in. Right under the wire. So I'm going to play it for you, Dashiell. Uh, enjoy. Wow, that that is a. I mean, that is a blink and you'll miss it. Uh, boom appearance. No, it it kind kind of comes back again. Like mm. it was. Yeah, it was. It's it's it there. It's enough. Wait. Also, I just I didn't. I don't know why I didn't have this in my notes. Jesse runs in and, and throws confetti in the air. No, thank you. Yeah, my I I went. Uh, uh, first of all, I, my brain went immediately. Like, who's going to clean this yeah. shit up? Who's going to clean this shit up? Uh, when people send you cards yes. and that yes. shit is in a card, say it. Yeah, I, 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 I want to fucking it's murder. Awful. I, like, I had a friend who he like it's awful. He he gave me a thing uh, for the holidays, and it was um, it was like it was like a card. He he basically acknowledged like, hey, the people who packed this, I had no idea there was glitter. Like he was apologizing as he's handing me a thing because he's like, oh. I just like I found out after the fact that the the gift company like just puts glitter on the top, and it's like. What is that as a business? It is it is an instant problem. Like I I that is that is a truly awful thing to do to someone. Like it, it, honestly, you should send it to your enemies if you really have someone you don't like. Send them a box of glitter that's spring loaded. You'll never hear from them again. <laughs> that's my tip. We're, we're angling for a glitter sponsor. No, I'm with you. And that that's it. That's model students. Uh, one of the most deranged Zach Morris schemes by a freaking mile. Um. And we do have homework, Mark Paul, because we're back. It's a new season. We will be back with another episode next week called 1-900-CRUSHED. I don't know. Who knows? 900 numbers were hot at the time. I don't know. Uh, we can get more into that next week. I spent a lot of money on, uh, they were called 976 mm. numbers back then. I can't wait to hear uh, where where the bill came from uh, that arrived at the yeah. Gosler household. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Like I, I, I yeah, we'll go, we'll, we'll kind of get into that. I'll try to tap in in my brain Please. and uh, take some more alpha brain. Yeah, yeah. slam some alpha brain. We'll be right back into it. Pull some stuff out. But yeah, I, 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 uh, I'm sure that's not what the episode is about, but I, I did call those nine, seven, six numbers when I was about 12 or 11, um, which seems really young. Yeah. We'll kind of get into we'll that. Get into next we'll get into it. We'll, we just had, we just but did so much this episode. I was a victim. Okay. That's a good, good note to end on. Thank you, Mark Paul. Thank you, the listener. And welcome back to season two. We'll see you next week. Zach to the future is a production of cadence 13. It's executive produced by Mark Paul Gosler, myself and Chris Corcoran production and direction led by Terrence Malangone. 
Editing and mastering by Andy Jaskowitz. Engineering and production coordination by Sean Cherry. Artwork by Kurt Courtney with illustrations by Jeff McCarthy. Marketing is led by Josephina Francis with PR by Hilary Schuf. Thanks to the whole team at Canes 13 and to you for listening.